We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienabilities or in the pursuit of happiness that to secure these rights governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Dom. Don't be political property. Be free. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. Tonight, we are talking about Elon Musk and Twitter's dictatorship over free speech. Um... So I'm not for sure if y'all can uh, see the picture that I use as the picture to discuss this. So what he did, he made a post and it has a a, a, a poll on there for us to vote on, right? And what he asked was, uh, free speech is essential to a functioning democracy. Do you believe Twitter rigorously um, adheres to this principle? And as of now, I, I may need an update picture on here. As of now, um, there's 1.8 million votes on it, five hours and 58 minutes left to vote on it. And 70% of the people um, voted no. They don't believe that Twitter is rigorously um, adhering to those principles for free speech. I didn't like that he said democracy, but uh, that's, a, that's a different discussion. Um, but and then, and then in the comment section under it, he said, the consequences of this poll will be important. Please vote carefully. I don't know what he means by that, but some people were putting in there like, well, buy Twitter, do this, do that. And I'm, I'm curious, as we go on and talk about this, do you think uh, Elon Musk purchasing a, uh, purchasing a Twitter would do anything uh, to combat the issues with our free speech and then also to have you personally have had an issue when it came to these platforms when it comes to your free speech i'm i'm looking at certain people send me inboxes and stuff of them losing their account and having seven days on on, on timeout um over things that don't make any sense it, it's like they have since there's no accountability it's like they, they're doing whatever they want and so that is not good and that's not safe and then censorship isn't new okay um they're just they're just doing it through the social media platforms what were social media actually invented for what they told us it was invented for was so that you know we can come together and talk to each other and you know in a sense i guess kumbaya but also they did also said it was supposed to be a free place to express yourself 
on their platforms and it's turned into evolved into you're only allowed to basically say what we approve of or we're kicking you off or we're going to shut down your platform or we're going to make sure people can't find your account or if they search your name they can't find you this is this is people sit there and talk about well it's just a private company they can do whatever they want it's okay it was only a couple hours or if i delete the tweet i can have my account back or if i do what they say if i comply i can have my voice back that is not what the founding fathers did that's not how the constitution um that's what they had in mind when they drafted it so i'm going a little more in depth in this later but censorship was used to continue in slavery as well I'm going to um, read some things to you guys about that as well, um, discussing that, because the abolitionists, they were sending out, um, you know, mailers and things like that, information about slavery to, you know, change the South's mind on slavery. But the U.S. Postal Service decided that, you know what, we're going to make sure that those people don't get that stuff. That's not any different than what they're doing on these social media platforms. We're communicating through social media. We're not mailing birthday cards like that anymore, right? We're telling people happy birthday on their, their Facebook accounts and, and things like that. We are, people are not really going and participating anymore. And um, when you graduate from high school, what are they? Oh, reunions. People aren't really partaking in that. We see how you're doing on social media all the time now. Like, why do we need to go back and um, come together collectively and see how we're doing if we can see that on social media? And so if you say something they don't like and they get rid of your platform, then, then it kind of takes away from exactly what they were trying to sell us on, on having these platforms. So what we're going to do is I'm going to also go ahead and I don't want to mess up my app by moving around on here too much, but I'm going to read this real quick to y'all one second about our First Amendment rights. and. It, I don't see anything in our First Amendment right that says that if it's a private company, you, you're you allowed to forfeit your First Amendment rights. I don't see that at all in the Constitution. So the First Amendment, Congress shall not make shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peacefully assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So how do we hold social media platforms accountable for censorship without submitting, without complying? So we're going to get uh, further in the conversation. I see Cole has requested to speak. Cole, I appreciate you for always hopping in and chiming in. I'm going to add you as a caller. I'll let you speak. Um, if y'all could do me a favor, since, you know, I'm um, they're doing this to me right now on Twitter. Could you guys do your best to get to your inboxes and tell people to get over here because I can't share it there? Um, so let's see here, Cole, this spot's yours. I'll mute my mic. Go ahead. Yeah, the, um, the founders of, the founders of our constitution, um, did this under the laws of God, under the um, 26 laws of freedom by God. 
so what they're doing there the social media platforms are playing by their own rules right now and how can we censor the censor? I don't know, Donnie. But the, it seems like like YouTube you can repeal and the plane out, but if you get it on Twitter or Facebook or stuff like that, it doesn't give you the option to repeal. Is that kind of crazy? It doesn't give it the option to battle it. Yeah, and if you think about them, happy brought up God, right? Because these are God-given rights. These rights were not um, invented by men. Um, the, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, uh, all those things were influenced by God. And they, they, where did they get these rights from? Where did they get this idea of freedom and liberty? They got it from God. And it's crazy how they have to try to position themselves to being gods, to where they can control what you have to say. And it's crazy how people worship politicians, and they worship um, you know, these people who say it's okay to be censored, and they worship these platforms, and it's like, okay, it's fine. But hate God. They hate God, though. God, God doesn't tell you what you can't. He doesn't. He doesn't like mute you or shut your mouth or cut your tongue out your mouth if you don't like what you say. You can say um, terrible things about him. Will you pay for it later? Yes. But he doesn't stop you from doing. It. He doesn't stop you from making whatever decision you're going to make. So, and also too, that takes away kind of like what us and what we think. If I don't like something you have to say and I don't want to see you anymore, I can just block you. I don't have to see you anymore. I can mute you. I don't want to see that content, so I take myself away from it. I'm not forced to keep seeing it. Why do we have those tools if we're worried about hurting someone's feelings? If they don't like it, then then block the person. Be an adult. This is a, this is very childish behavior. This is when you're when I, when your siblings are your siblings and you're fighting. And your sister's like, oh, your dress is ugly. And you start crying off to your mom and your mom wants to call. Like, Be nice to your sister. Don't say that. This is what this is. But it's gotten so extreme to a point where anything, you want, you may not even know, think it's a bad thing to say. Like um, if I, if you say the fish won't save your life and I tell you that, um, well, then you can, I mean, then to go ahead and starve then. That is hateful and targeted speech. No, it's not. But you found a you you picked some reason to shut me up, and then we're gonna sit there and be like the same people who say that stuff. Sit there and censor people. The same people doing that. How many other platforms have people lost? You're sitting there talking about you came about democracy. Democracy is mob rule, right? So they have positioned themselves to be the minority. The, I'm sorry, the majority, and try to make it um, a perception that we're the 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 minor uh, the minority. And so they're like, well, they're just a minority. It's okay. We can censor them. No, it's not me. We can, it's okay to censor them. That's how democracy works. But that's not how our government functions. That's not how our government was set up. And people have been, it's just so, this thing is, it comes down to ignorance and willful ignorance. And the Bible does discuss this. 
willful ignorance is not okay. You can't use it when it comes to judgment. So when you're literally shutting down people's profiles, shutting down people's accounts, or making sure people can't find these people on their on these platforms because you don't like them, that's an issue. I don't know if you knew this. Hey, hey, vote Drake twenty twenty four. Um, and when you use when you're using these people, think about this. Who does Twitter and Facebook em- employ? They don't only employ Americans. They're employing people in other countries. So you're allowing people in other countries to decide on what Americans can and can't say. And our Congress is doing nothing. When Trump was president, they made a fake hoo-hoo and they cared about it. And then once he's in office anymore, has any of them discussed it ever again? I haven't heard it one time. since. Not, not even one time since he got out of office. I think Trump was a robot for these people because he didn't put up for none of this nonsense. And when people can realize what he really did in office, stuff is going down right now that they don't want us to pay attention to, but I am paying attention to it because I follow and we know on um on Rumble and boy Donnie they're dropping a lot of truth. What's going on? thing with like things like rumble and stuff and then even maybe even call in you know because they do have to adhere and their overlords are the, the app stores and the app stores are like you can't say hate speech and you can't do this so when you have these kind of platforms still on those on those kind of platforms right now it may seem great like they are actually allowing free speech but that's how the other platforms started too so i'm i, I don't want to get burnt again like you know fool me once Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. And I think that, you know, it, it looks good for now. We can utilize these these tools for now. But we have to remember that they can do the same thing that these other platforms are doing because there's no accountability. You know, we already, with Trump's true social, there's space censor there. You can't say certain things there. And that's, that's crazy. And, you know, don't forget, Trump does have a, a lawsuit against uh, Jack Dorsey and Twitter and other defendants. And then... I think another thing too is when we when we think about things when it comes to a, just a, a company, if you're not going to hold the company accountable, then what about their employees? And I'd like to hear um, what Drake has to say about that part too. What about the employees? Because this is you're conspiring together. You, the whole thing is I'm just doing what I'm told. That is well, this nothing the Constitution that says that I'm just doing what I'm told is covered, and you're not going to get in trouble for doing what you're doing. If you're sitting there clicking the buttons and censoring people, you are breaking the law. So how about we just figure out who their employees are that are doing it too? You know, so it's like we gotta we have to figure out how these people can be held accountable and what's the avenue. And I have a solution, an idea, but who's supposed to enforce um, our laws? Who's supposed to be enforcing our constitution? And why are they not doing it? They do sit there and enforce unconstitutional laws all, on us all day, every day. They've made up their own constitution. And I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, Cole. Um, 
Was there was there police departments and sheriff departments when the Constitution was written? Not at all. The, the people were first. The politicians didn't get paid. If they got paid, they gave it back. They gave their contributions back. Mm-hmm. And think about this. So if, if the law enforcement is supposed to be enforcing the law, not the ones they make up and then they, what they teach in their departments, then why we notice uh, there's two classes. There is no middle class. There's the elites, the corporations, those people, that the group of people, and then there's commoners. The only people being held accountable for laws that even they're unconstitutional, the laws they made up in their departments, they're only enforcing it on commoners. How come they're not enforcing these laws? Like, we shouldn't have to, like, oh, my gosh. Why do we have to deal with this stuff? We don't have any real law enforcement going on, enforcing these laws on these people who are infringing on our rights. And another piece of it is just because you work for those apartments and everything, you were trained a certain way. So this is how you've been told how you're supposed to do your job. And then I think what we can do um, as uh, people is work our best to try to work with those people and then find those people um, who will be open to making sure we look and you know at the Constitution because this country is supposed to be governed by the people. We the, honestly, what it's looking like is these these since we're the only ones being targeted, they're sitting on the side of the road trying to find a reason to get you on something, and not do. They can be sitting in a conference or in a meeting with this, with the council. They can be in there with the commissioners, um, state meetings. There's cops in there. They're listening to them break the law, but they're not doing mm-hmm. anything to them. They're not holding them accountable. Yes, exactly. Um, and how can we hold them accountable? By pointing. I wonder if we did this, Donnie. He and the Constitution do every police officer to make a difference. Even your local. A police chief, he and I'm say, if you're not following this constitution and the declaration of independence, then you're not doing your duty as a police officer. And if we can make an impact like that in our communities, in our, um, in our, um, um, in our local town meetings and stuff, start going there, sitting down, and actually just sitting there listening to them and stuff. And if they do something unconstitutional, guess what you got in your back pocket? Couple copies of the Constitution in your back pocket. So you can sit, you can call the crap on them when they call it. Let me pivot off of that. You're absolutely right. So 
we we've been discussing me and uh philip who's running for president for 2024 is independent discussing how this can work is sending constitutions to these departments giving the constitution out to people yes but like sending to the departments because you know let's first just go off of that you're you may be ignorant to what the constitution is and you know because you were trained a certain way but you know once they do it and get it well, then give them an opportunity to change. You know, they have different people who are talking about they want oversight committees and they want to do all this with the police departments. Okay, but here's the thing. We, we are, the people are already the oversight committee. We don't need someone designating a group who, who has their own agenda to, you know, dictate what the police departments do. They already have that. That's whoever the politicians are in that city who's telling them what they, they're doing. They, they create these laws, and then, then these people enforce them, even though they're not constitutional. So at the end of the day, just like what I said with these um, social media workers, same thing with the police department. If you're doing it, then you're still the one doing it. You're the one being unconstitutional, regardless if you're just following your orders. So cool. but the thing is, is yes, I think you know we're, we're looking at and then going to talk more in depth about discussing how we're going to do this. Because, you know, people on PragerU, people on Tearing Point USA, all of them, they get millions and millions and millions of dollars from us all the time. And in the education, okay, there's the education part. But where has all that money that they've gotten, where is the solution at? Where, where have we seen any results from the things that they're talking about? People are tired of hearing the grievances. Now we want to know what the solutions are. So we got to sit back and we have to have these discussions and figure out what those solutions will be in order to do so. These people protesting and doing the same and the things they were doing, they're repeating. They're, they're not real protests. So honestly, we're not going to protest. It will be an assembly, a constitutional assembly. We have the right to do so. You can't sit there and call us terrorists. You can't call us rioters. You can't call us anything like that because we're not there to cause havoc. We're there to educate and try to make sure our department is being, is being run. And then we're as people are governed by the Constitution, our Bill of Rights, and our Declaration of Independence. We'd be off a lot better. And I believe that maybe, I'm going to say at least, I'm going to say, this is my estimate, every two and three people have had an issue um, with local government when their rights have been infringed on, at least. And I'm just being generous with that. Go ahead, Cole. Um, Steve requested, so after you speak, I'm going to pull him up, and then I'm going to discuss um, censorship, you know, during um, slavery, um, because this is very relevant this, this, we repeat history and we make excuses and we comply and we're all, and then, you know, well, you know what? It's fine. They kicked us off. Nothing happens. And then we go through these corrupt court systems to try to take them down as if something's going to happen to these people and they're not. But go ahead, Cole. Like the thing about YouTube, you can repeal your stuff. But Twitter, you can't repeal. Facebook, you can't repeal your, they don't give you the thing to rebuttal their decision and stuff on these platforms. I thought YouTube does, but we don't know how to word it properly. Because Twitter does, but it's fake, and they don't really give you a chance to uh, appeal. Maybe somebody might be like, "Okay, never mind. It was an accident for some people," 
but they don't really give you a chance to uh, repel anything. Um, they basically say, say you actually violate this in order to get your account back or ever, or be able to have access to um, certain tools. But you shouldn't have to do that in the first place. You shouldn't have to do all these hurdles. Like it's just like, oh, if you want to get on a plane, you have to wear a mask. We shouldn't have to do that. They do this on purpose. This is a control thing. But Cole, if you want to come back up, please do. I'm going to uh, give Steve the mic, and then we're going to discuss um, how dangerous cens censorship has been. It's been it's been going on and been used across the globe for dictatorships. And been breaking breaking down on censorship in the past two years, like things that I could say two years ago, now I can't even say it on YouTube. How weird can that be? <laughs> right. And, and Cole, you can definitely come back up. I'm just going to um, shuffle for a second. Um, I'm just going to mute the mic for now. I'm not going to move you down. Um, but then Steve can go, but I was going to say something that I was telling Cole that, um, we're going to go Steve and then it may come back to me. Um, it was actually going to be really good, you guys, but hopefully it comes back to me. Steve, please go ahead and mute your mic. What did you want to ask? Steve? I didn't push the proper button. Now go ahead and unmute your mic. My bad. Hey, yeah, I hear it. Um, well, on the dictatorship, um, I've been seeing it um since before Biden was selected to be placed in the office after Trump. Um, because I've been um censored on Facebook and Twitter. And um and I haven't really said nothing much, you know, bad about people just saying truth about how racist Biden was during his time as a senator. Throughout his time, what was it, like 40-something years he was a senator? And he he's accomplished and never got any bill passed on what he put in. And now he's trying to center people with his administration and all these other dictators as Pelosi, um, Clinton, um, Hillary, um, Obama, they don't all, they don't want the American people and the people that are coming into America um, to hear what we Americans that have been raised and born, you know, native basically because that's what we are. If we're born here, we're basically native to America. And um, they just don't want all these other like immigrants to listen to what we gotta say. They want them to keep um, listening to what they say because, and I don't wanna go off subject, but I did come and I just got back from visiting my daughter. So I'm pretty tired, but I seen you were on. So I'm like, you know what, let me get on and let me see what's going on and me speak. Um, but I actually told my daughter, I, and I asked her about what does she think about democracy? And she told me, well, democracy is what America is. And what I told her was, democracy is what 
the government wants you to believe in what they want to tell you. America is a republic. We are a constitutionalist where we got our rights from God. And she didn't know that. And I'm glad that she listened and she understood it. And I'm pretty sure she's going to try to go back. She's going to question people about it. And she's going to ask questions. But to me, it's like it was my right as her father to explain to her what is a democracy. A democracy is for other countries on what giving them more rights, like America. But we as Americans, we we were born, or America was born as a republic, as a constitutionalist independent. That's why we got our own rights. Um, how, but, how old is she? She's um she's gonna be twelve. Oh, she's gonna be a a smart cookie. She's already a smart cookie. It sounds like because you know that you know she talks to you, and she'll probably look into it too. And then she's gonna combat people, like you said. She gets it from her father, maybe, maybe. She has um she has some traits of me, yes. Like, my attitude, I could believe, because I've been hearing that she does talk back, and I talked back as I was a child. But I I explained to her, you know, she got to learn to control the anger. Anger shouldn't come out as an attitude. You got to learn to talk to people, even though they try to insult you or intimidate you. If they want to taunt you in some type of way, you got to learn to breathe and keep it calm because you don't want to go in a situation where it's going to turn bad. You got to know how to speak to people no matter what the situation is. Awesome. So did you, did you see that poll with Elon Musk and what's your uh, thoughts on that? Um, why do you think he said what he said at the end? I have like a screenshot as the the picture for the show tonight. Um, so now it's at the point where 1.8 million people um, voted on there, and about 70% of them says that the Twitter isn't representing any kind of free speech. Um, and he said, uh, "Be careful how you vote because uh, this will the there will be consequences, I guess, for this in a sense." And we have maybe five hours left for the poll to be complete. So I'm not for sure. What do you think of his intentions of doing that? And what are your thoughts on that? Well, I didn't hear it or see it. And um, I can't see it on here. But uh, what I'm hearing is he's basically just talking to the American people. He ain't talking to anybody coming into our country. He's talking to the American people. Be careful on, on who you vote for because, you know, anybody could be a dictator. Anybody could say one thing and then turn out after they wrote it in to do something else. Just like, what's his name? Elon? Elon Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. Yes. To me, he's a billionaire. So he could say whatever he wants and he could dictate the American people just like Trump. I'm not saying Trump is a bad person. I'm not saying he's a good person, but I could say he had his up and downs. Trump actually, like I said, in the last um, cast or the last um, call in, um, I was like, Trump actually came out and left the Democratic Party 
after he donated to the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure Musk did the same thing. And now it's like he wants to be the same. He wants to do the same. Want to say, oh, make, but he's not saying who to vote, but he's saying be careful. Like it, to me, it's kind of like a warning, like a threat in some type of way. Like, oh, you vote for the wrong person. Who knows what you're gonna get? You could get you could vote for a snake and you're gonna get bit by it without knowing it's a real snake. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, but all this money that um that you were saying the one point seven million or one point seven million people, um they voted the, on the poll and seventy percent of them are saying that Twitter isn't upholding the free speech thing. Right. Um, Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, yeah. He didn't say Facebook. He just said he said Twitter. But you already know he was he he gave uh Facebook some crap recently. I forgot about that actually. He was giving Facebook some crap too. I think they I don't know if they censored something he did on Facebook, but he called them out for something too. And I, do you kind of wonder if if like people know like what people want to hear and this way say it so it's kind of like but stay in the middle should try to like capture a group of people um to make them like them make them more likable and so whenever they do do bad things people kind of like overlook it or something because well they believe this with me though i don't think they're completely evil so let me let me be okay with you know that part because they actually stood up for he people might think he's standing up for your your free speech trump was in office for how many years and then, then free speech kept going down the drain while he was still in office. Um, Trump got kicked off all the platforms himself, and people want to uh, reelect him for office. How do you, how is he going to protect your free speech for the country if he can't do it for himself? Yes, he has a lawsuit in place, but we shouldn't even have to go that far. He was in office; something could have been done. Right. He like for me in that perspective. When he knew Fauci came out when he was in office, because I never knew nothing about Fauci until Trump was in office. Same. And I don't know where Fauci, Fauci came out and screamed, started talking. And when Fauci started saying, oh, yes, the coronavirus did, the coronavirus did, and Trump's looking at him, I'm like, wait, after so long, you're, gonna, you're not going to just throw him under the bus and say you're fired after you fired all, all these other Democrats that were in office over under um, Obama, but you left Fauci in it. So yeah, it's kind of um, fishy, but um, it's to me. I just think there's bush bull crap within Elon Musk because they know how to talk. They know how to talk to a bunch of people at one time and say so-and-so and so-and-so. And And then without people noticing, they say something where don't catch nobody's eye or unless you're really paying attention. And then go back onto subjects and other things would make people still want to be like, okay, yeah, you know, I believe them. I don't know what he said at this point, but yes, we still believe on what he's saying. So I try... I try to listen in on when I can to when they speak. I haven't been lately. I've just been catching what people have been saying and what others are saying or seeing videos and what all of them have been saying. 
and then I would, you know, post my own opinion about it. But yeah, you know, they say things within what they're saying to get people to like them and to keep going along with them and then forget about the negative things. They just keep going on, on with the positive things. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, and like I said, I feel like all this is by design. When people get a big name like that, the media wants them to have a big name for whatever reason their intentions are. And Elon Musk has, I believe, 79 or 78 million, um, followers on Twitter. If he posts anything, he's probably getting maybe at least 50,000 likes for his posts, at least, or a hundred thousand. And, he, I feel like he's being positioned to be an influencer in a certain extent in this nation. And so I want to say this real quick, too. Um, no, Flamethrower, we're all talking. I'm not for sure um, why you can't hear us. My little bubble where my name is popping up and moving around. Um, so um, so when it comes down to these people, they make you like them. And they're like, you know, it seems like they straddle the middle. And people are so tired of all the extremes on both sides. And they just want someone who seems sane. And they'll, and they'll put a person who is painted as sane up there in front of you. Now, not I'm not saying, I'm not for sure about um, Mr. Musk's intentions. And I want to clear this too. Like, I've said I don't like Elon Musk. And, it's, and I want to say this. There's a difference between not liking someone and hating someone. Elon Musk, I don't. If I see him post something, I never, like, get cringy or angry when I see him post anything. Nothing like that. It's just I don't trust him. And just because someone puts me, uh, someone in my face and, and is trying to make me like them, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not just going to like you because the media is putting my face and it's like, hey, you need to like this person. I'm not doing that. I have no reason to like him. So I, that's why I say I don't like him. It's not because I, you know, I hate him or anything. But what I do, I can tell you who I hate. I hate people who look like me and lie and try to trick people that look like me and to join the platform, again, the, the plantation again. That's what I don't like. I don't like people who sit there in my face and lie to me. Cory Booker, for example, trying to compare that lady, Jackson lady, to freaking Harriet Tubman. I don't like that stuff. That kind of stuff I see boils my blood. That, I hate that stuff, right? But, right. but for, I don't hate Elon Musk. I haven't seen enough. And honestly, if you ever play his voice or something, I'm not going to recognize it. I was looking for videos trying to hear him talk. It's barely too many videos of him talking. It's usually him like doing something and someone's commentary, commentating on him. I don't really even know what the man sounds like to hate him. So I, I didn't hate the man, but you all need to be cautious of who they're telling you to love and support and get behind. Right, but, um Booker, he. You could tell right away he's a dictator. He's a communist. Because every ever since Trump started running for president, he started yapping his mouth. Yeah, you might not, we, nobody might have heard him, but he was talking. But he, all he was doing is just yapping his mouth, but never doing anything. Just, oh, Trump this, Trump that. Like, where did you come from? To me, I never knew about him. Until he started talking, I'm like, who is he? So, to me, I 
I don't really try to listen to these people I never heard of, but they've been in office for quite a while. So I'm just like, who are you? Like, I don't know you. I never seen you. I never heard of you until now. So your point and your opinion, I don't really care. I don't, you know. But these are the, he, these people that listen to like Biden, Clinton, Obama, I, I I was always thinking, well, once they left office or once they left their position in politics, I thought they were supposed to be off, you know, the screen, you know, off TV and not trying to be political. But I don't know where they just show up because Trump was running for president and now they're all over the TV and they go hide once in a while and then they come back trying to be like, oh, well. You got to do this. You got to do that. Oh, you got to vote for me. We're for women's rights. Women's this. Um, men's rights. This and that. But they're voting in transgenders and um, they're going um, saying, oh, well, you can't say your daughter, your son. You got to call them your child or they got to call their brothers and sisters, their siblings. No, my daughter is my daughter. I'm not going to let you tell me that I can't call my daughter my daughter. She's a girl. She was born a girl. I'm not going to let you uh, tell me what I can and cannot call my daughter because that's what she is. That's what she was born as. But um, besides all that, I'm just going to fall back because I see Phil want to speak or call, whichever one you want to put up. Um, I'm going to get them on here in just a second. I'm going to go ahead and you're not getting kicked off. I'm going to mute your mic. There we go. I'm figuring out how to work this out. This is fun. Um, So there's, let me discuss this abolitionist pamphlet campaign. That's what what I'm talking about. You guys can take a good look at this. Um, I can't post pictures on here yet. I can't wait when Colin gives us an option to add pictures and stuff on things. Um, and share that kind of stuff, that'd be dope. Um, a mob broke out into a post office and burned abolitionist pamphlets in Charleston, South Carolina. And this is a, a picture of a black and white drawing of it. Um, as the anti-slavery movement organized in the 1830s, it became obvious that it was dangerous to send advocates of the cause into pro-slavery states. So abolitionists in the North devised a clever plan to mail anti-slavery pamphlets to people in the South. The campaign caused a fear and led to call for the federal government to begin censoring the mail. In cities of pro-slavery states, pamphlets were seized from post offices and burned in bonfires in the streets. So this is one example, and that's a, a very quick thing. So you guys could definitely dig some more into it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on discussing pieces of it because I don't want to like bore y'all with a history lesson, but I know it's important. And I'm gonna always keep on shoving these little pieces out to you guys. You may not have known that. I didn't know that. I didn't remember learning about that in high school, about you know the 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 uh, censorship stuff. I had did my due diligence as an adult and start researching it, and then I found out about it, and. And I'm like, okay, so in order to manipulate the masses into thinking that something is okay, 
this is the same thing with Twitter where they censor people who are saying certain things aren't right and they're censoring people who don't agree with them. And so when you look on there and you see that, by the way, they have a bunch of bots liking posts that, you know, most likely people don't even pay attention to. When you when you see something and it's a mental thing, they're playing games with you. You see a post with 50,000 likes and it's saying something outrageously dumb. And it has it doesn't make any sense. And this is how they're trying to pay a perspective that this is um, across the mob that we agree on this as a group. And if you do not agree, you're trash. You're going to get censored. And all of us are going to agree that it's okay that we censor you. This has been going on for a long time. Um, Hitler was very, very prominent of using this tactic, censoring and making sure people only heard certain medias that he wanted they, that he wanted them to hear. So if we don't want to repeat history and do things over and like over again, this is insanity. Then people, people that are just complying and being okay with, or just saying, oh, me, it's a private company. It's okay. They can say this and that and the third. That's not going to fly. But um, I was just about to bring Philip back up on here, but he just fell off. So, and I, that was my, my segue into Philip going on and discussing. Hopefully he comes back. I know Robert, um, I can't invite you just to have a caller mic, but I invite you to speak. I know you just tried to speak and you said you couldn't hear us. Um, Eric, Ice Judge, thank you for being here. I know Eric wanted to speak on this as well. So. Sorry about that, you guys. So I want to play this while we're waiting, and hopefully Philip comes back on. His mic is working. Um, um, the guy who put from the Baltic Selvics, he was talking about free of speech. Um, I don't really know him like that, but his name's Ennis, uh, light-skinned guy, tall guy, with glasses, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to play that first, and then we're going to get to Flamethrower. Um. So first of all, with white decision, it's good. Enough. And diploma, diplomatic boycott obviously shows something to China and to the world, but with all this human rights abuses that are happening over there, it is definitely not enough. You know, people are keep asking me that question, you know, what about the athletes? They've been working so hard, years and years to get to that point. Would it not be unfair for them to say, okay, you guys are not going? But I believe is I think it is so important to stand strong against these dictator regimes. And I, I'm i very, you know, often telling all these athletes out there, even much my you know, friends, listen, all the gold matters in the world you can win is not more important than your morals, your values, or your principles. We need to stand strong against these dictatorships. And what I'm trying to tell them is, Look what they did to their own tennis player. To all the countries out there, are we really going to trust them with our own players? So I, I'm always trying to obviously bring awareness, but me, myself, is just only one. If people start to join, if athletes, not just athletes, but celebrities, you know, you know actors, rappers, singers, then we are going to, you know, push 
put a lot of uh, pressure on them. Okay, so you remember you know, first of all, with what? Don't remember that guy, do you? Like, if you don't, um, okay. Um, I'll ch- put his name in the comment section so y'all can take a look and check him out. Um, awesome, flamethrower. Good to hear you can hear. Go ahead and um, can you want to pivot on that? I'm gonna put his name in here just in case. I didn't realize I've heard his stuff before, but I didn't realize his his accent sounds like it's not American. But he plays for um over here. I need I don't know much about him. He may be um an immigrant that plays in the NBA. So I just put his name in the chat so y'all can look him up. Um but when you finally like, have people who are speaking up about free speech, and another person too to look into. Remember when Nicki Minaj got attacked um heavy for um saying something about her cousin's testicles and um um and where is she from again? Uh Trinidad. And to be cautious and think before you decide to put something in your body, they attacked her. And then she was speaking on like, man, you can't even talk anymore. You don't have nothing anymore beyond no freedom. And so like those kind of things are happening. People are pointing these things out. But um, Flamethrower, go ahead. And I'm going to type in Nikki's name just in case. Because don't someone yesterday tried to come for me and they tried to, they said that Cardi said something and then they put up a tweet that was Nikki's. Then I don't I know that Cardi is um, a a carbon copy of Nikki, but like it didn't even say Cardi's name. Like it's kind of a little, it's on purpose. It's kind of insulting that this person worked so hard for their career, and then you're all mixing her up with Cardi B as if they I mean they don't even really look alike. It's different skin colors, different races, different art. It, it's just insane. But flamethrower. Well. I did see the uh, tweet from Elon Musk, and 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 Elon Musk is as always right on target. Now, mind you, I don't absolutely trust any celebrity, but I think Elon Musk has made a lot of good points lately. Um, and and to be honest, you know the old phrase, "The enemy of my enemy is my friend." Well, hey, if he doesn't if he doesn't like Brandon, I'm good with that. <laughs> you know, he's all for American energy, American manufacturing. Um, and if you think about it, uh all of our stuff is made in other countries. Uh but one thing to speak to the topic, Elon Musk and Twitter's dictatorship over free speech. I think that uh, Twitter, if they if they were really honest as honest about being a platform, I think Twitter and all these sites that they should go ahead and encrypt uh, and encrypt the conversations in a way that their that their administrators cannot see the conversations themselves. All they know is that the platform works. Platforms can be amazing if they want censoring people, you know. And then you know, you may not even realize that you are being censored because, like, when no one ever sees my posts, like I have all these friends on Facebook, but I'm not, that honestly can make people feel upset. Like, what, what the heck? I'm posting on here, and y'all don't say nothing or share anything or engage in anything that I'm talking about. But they may not see it because we don't know. I didn't know about shadow banning and stuff until I joined Twitter. 
And then that's when I learned about it. Then I was like, oh, that makes sense. We don't know that they're doing it. We don't know that this is the kind of practice they're doing. People don't even realize. You may one day have said on Facebook, like, I mean, why is everybody like Trump for? I think he's cool. You know, you and then you no one ever sees your post again. But they never, they don't, they don't, you know, cut your account off or nothing. But they make sure that you don't say anything else again because you may influence someone else to think the same as you. You may, you may do that. But the thing is, they don't want anyone else influencing anybody besides themselves. And you know, with the Constitution, you know, it talks about Congress, you know, and them, you know, not allowed to do certain things. But you notice they're using different entities. That's why they, oh, the private company. They're the ones doing it, like, so it's not us doing it. When you're giving them taxpayer dollars to these platforms to censor your own people, I'm paying you to censor me. And then I see both sides have people in the hearings and discussing things with these um, social media, um, big internet people, and I'm just seeing theater. Not one of them has presented a solution. They just basically said, this is what you're doing, and they yell at each other back and forth. And the other side's like, oh, I think it's okay. You're not censoring enough. How on earth do you are, man, you think our founding fathers would be okay with that? That there should be no, there shouldn't be no, any kind of, you get a leeway or any kind of special treatment. If you got this special treatment because you don't be held accountable for whatever someone says in your platform, that's what you get. Then you don't sit there and act like, okay, you get the special treatment. But if you say the wrong thing, like something like the wrong thing that's small and tiny, that may not even hurt the person's feelings that you said it to. And you instantly decide that they can't talk? What is that? That's a bully. So you're trying to censor me for bullying, but you're bullying people. You're bullying them to submission. You made you made this product a desire and need, and people have used it to, you know, make their voices heard. But then you can decide at any drop of the dime that you can't have that voice anymore. Nope. Well, like you're saying, you're influence, you're saying the wrong thing. We don't want to hear it. Nope. And that happens on the left too. So there's like I've, I've discussed this chick named Ma Radio sometimes. You know, when I first came across her, it's like I'm still watching entertainment, like news and stuff, and how we were talking politically. She's off. She's not at, even close to Target. But when she's talking about these different celebrities and what they're up to and what they're doing, and why things are happening the way they are, the narrative that's been painted, she go to get once again. When I'm sorry, excuse me, she went against it. She lost her Twitter account multiple times. She lost, um, YouTube was hitting her channel. And then she was even talking, she was saying the politics the way they were wanting her to talk politics, but they didn't like how she was talking about particular celebrities and pointing out certain things. Like things that the regular media was like, oh, that's cute. That's okay. I like that. No, she was like, no, 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 that's not okay. This is not cool. And I see what you're trying to do to us. When people speak up against, you know, using black men and women to push this agenda, when it comes to the the sexuality stuff, that's an issue. People don't like people don't like that stuff. And when she brings up that stuff too, like she she knows to walk on eggshells on that platform because she knows she gets censored. And that's not how that, that's complying. And that's what they you're giving them exactly what they want. Oh, I can't speak on COVID and the vaccines and how I feel like it's kind of shady that they're you're you know putting black people's faces and they're going to black churches and having black people talk about well, you need to take the vaccine. Now, wear a mask. Oh, we're, we're, this is heavy in the black community. Where did you get these studies from so fast that you're saying this is in the black community? Did you put the disease in the black community first? Is that why you think that? So we can't question these things. You get censored. 
Robert, do you want to add anything else before we move uh, forward a bit? You know, normally these are no longer than an hour or almost at the hour mark. Um, we can keep going a bit if the other speakers want to go ahead and say anything else. Um, if you are in the listener section, if you want to um, hype up, pop up here, agree, disagree, you're welcome. As long as you know we don't scream over and talk over each other, you can definitely come up here and give your perspective. Have you been censored? Um, oh, remember earlier when I had something cool to say and I forgot what I was going to say? I was going to say this. When you censor people and you silence people and you're saying you're doing it to um, keep violence down or keep people from going crazy, you actually support violence. When you you silence someone and you tell them you can't speak, don't. how do you think that person feels? What's the reaction? You think that's going to give you a peaceful resolution for that? Think about that. But Robert, go ahead, and then if Steve or Cole wants to go, they can. And then anyone who's a listener, all you have to do in the bottom, you can hit that little um, caller, little phone thing to speak. By the way, I forgot to tell you guys, the little emojis are in the corner, too. Some of y'all know how to use it. I've seen y'all using it so far. Pretty cool. Um, this is recorded. So all my my shows are recorded. So if you want to share this, because you know I'm being censored myself. Um, right now, people can't hear and see these things. You should definitely uh, share it. You can. And I appreciate the fact that you guys came in here and uh, spent time to have this discussion with me um, and Flamethrower and Steve, because with my kind of things I like to do, it's community-based for me. It's not about Donnie. This is about everyone else. And at the end of the day, uh, if, if we want to take our country back, it's not, it doesn't. you don't need a million people to do it. We need a few that aren't afraid and they're they're ready to hold to their duty. And that's not necessarily we don't have like I said earlier, if you go back and you're late here and listen, there's other solutions that we can do. Who's a person who's who's supposed to be enforcing um our laws? Who we're governed with our constitution, bill of rights, and our declaration of independence. And when we're the only ones um where they're enforcing laws and then those laws are unconstitutional, it's like the police department has a whole different constitution than we have. By the way, um, there wasn't a, a police department or a sheriff department um, when the Constitution was put up. So when I'm looking at the laws only being enforced on the, on the commoners, on us, and not anyone else, when you're seeing platforms and politicians and media breaking laws and you do nothing to them, but you can sit on the side of the road and try to wait to me, for me to go five miles over the speed limit to pull me over and give me a ticket, and if I don't pay it, you can give me a warrant and then try to arrest me for it. That that's that's I think we need to look in that perspective. And I think that that's when we can really find some common ground. Um, depending it doesn't matter if you're left and right, that people can come to the conclusion on that that's something that's a problem. And then if we wanna first try to, try to tackle a problem, we need to go to who's enforcing these laws first and then making sure like, yeah, if you wanna reform the, the police department, then they need to be going off the constitution, bill of rights, the Christian independence and things like that. They shouldn't be going off whatever the department decided to write up or whatever council decided to write up that wasn't constitutional. So flamethrower, go ahead. Okay. Um, I saw that Tucker Carlson was actually uh, was uh, was actually given a violation on Twitter because uh, because he dared to make fun of the fact that the that the man with that the wannabe woman that we have in charge uh, of uh, DOD or whatever it is, um, but. There's another thing that I think I should point out 
that's going to be an even bigger infringement on free speech. Um, I found this from reclaimthenet.org, which, by the way, is a site that anyone who believes in free speech should follow. Um, there's there uh, Congress has initiated. Uh, it's it hasn't passed yet, but hey, it's something. Robert, can you, yeah, Robert, can you put that in the chat, please, so we can um, look it yeah. up and people listen later can find it too. Oh, okay, yeah, re reclaim uh, the net uh, dot org. I'm typing it in now. Okay, it's a it's a good uh, it's a good site that talks about current issues. But there's uh, but there but Congress is in the proposal stage. But we got to put the word out so we can kill it, uh, just like SOPA. So the Smart Act it would require every single upload provider to send all uploads through a filter to make sure that to make sure that there's no copyrighted content, which would also violate the uh, the Fair Use Act, which allows people to to make make criticisms of copyrighted content. Like for example, let's say I want to use a short clip of the latest movie, and I want to make a, and I want to make a review of it. So that if the Smart Act passes, that means that I will not be able to make that uh, that that review because they decide because it has copyrighted content. This is this is just like what RAA did with uh, did with CD recorders, cassette recorders, MP3 formats. Uh, what they tried to do with uh, several other formats. So once again. They're they're using copyright as an excuse to violate our vi violate our right to speak, and I've even gone so far as to suggest that maybe we should start boycotting all forms of copyrighted content and stick to indie and Creative Commons stuff, you know, in protest. Like that means that means if you get BIOS or Comcast or Cox. Keep, only keep the internet, cancel the TV service. Uh, that means if you use Hulu, Netflix, Paramount Plus, which, by the way, I love it. It'll be hard to give up. But uh, if you use HBO Max or Sling or anything like that, cancel that. And we need to and, – and I've also suggested that we need to start uh, – that perhaps instead of just criticizing Hollywood, we should also start – Start connecting people to indie content too. Find stuff that's good, and if you see it, share it. You know, and and if you see Creative Commons, that's a that a logo. That's even better because uh, Creative Commons was created by artists uh, for for artists. Uh, so they can like because right now as copyright law stands, like let's say I like one of Sting songs, right? Um, like one of my favorite songs is Seven Days. Let's say I decide to make a derivative off of it. I can't do that without paying Sting, uh, but and getting a 
like getting a license for it. But Creative Commons allows the artist to decide what people can do with their music. So we, so believe me, Twitter is just one facet of free speech being attacked. But the RIAA and MPAA have always had a big hand in. Um, anyone wants to voice your own opinion, please speak, make your voice heard. Yes, definitely. Anyone who wants to voice your, your own opinion, please make your voices heard. Um, if you were you late in here, we were discussing some solutions. I don't want to repeat them uh, again, um, but if you can go back and take a look. And then, with, you know what, too? I, I found out that we have features here. So maybe if you can't really hear um, if you go back and listen, like they'll have like captions that just automatically pops up. Is it accurate? No, but maybe you may get an idea what was being said. Um, and then if you can't, can't, you know, can't hear, but you can read it, they have the transcript already written off of what it sounds like. And then if you want to say share a clip of the show, um, and you can get a link for it to come right back to the show. But you can also download that clip as a video, and it looks really cool. If you go to the Constitutionalist page, um, the property of God underscore, that you'll get an example of what that looks like. I, I share that today on there. It's on Gab. I shared it as well. It looks a lot like how Twitter Voice works, but Twitter Voice is only available, I guess, to Apple users because I haven't seen that option for us, but it looks a lot like that. So... Um, let me go ahead and pull up Eric because you haven't spoken yet. Make you a caller. And I'm quite sure, you know, you may want to share your experience with censorship and everything that's going on. And what do you think about Elon Musk's um, poll that we discussed and about maybe some possible solutions? Uh, go ahead, Eric. Right hand corner where the little emoji thing is, um, there's a mic. If you unmute it, you can uh, speak from there. Hmm. Let's get to um, Stephen Cole. We'll try Eric in a second. A second, and. We'll, we'll discuss a little more, a few things, and then we're going to hop off here. This is going to be the longest show we've had on calling. Uh, it's really important. This isn't small. Just be, if Maybe you have five followers. You have 1,000 followers. You have 45,000. You have 100,000. You have a million followers. doesn't matter what size your account is. The fact that someone censors you is wrong. It doesn't matter if you are able to reach people or not. If they censor you, it's wrong. It's not constitutional. And... No one's that's because someone has more followers than someone else doesn't mean that their voice doesn't matter. So anytime someone censored is a big deal. But I've noticed if certain accounts with big numbers or whatever, they'll be put in news articles because they were censored, but not a regular Joe for some reason. Because that's a whole influence and hierarchy thing that we do um here in this country. But Steve, go ahead. And I again thank you for uh giving us your time. I know your daughter's with you and you got, um, you know, you only had a little bit of time and you're tired. I appreciate you for being here, but uh, go ahead. What did you want to say before we close out? Um, all I got to say is 
or the people that are listening. Um, you know, I'm I'm I appreciate it. You are in here listening to Donnie um talk and the rest of us and um if you could bring more people to into the groups it'd be a better you know it's a bigger voice you know we're it's louder than what we are when we're small but just for being in the group talking listening um putting our own opinion in as you as a speaker or just messaging in you know, it's a big positive movement. Like Donnie said, you know, it starts small, but it eventually will end up big. And we can't let um, our free speech, freedom of religion, or anything get in our way because that's our God-given right to live up to and the um, pursuit of happiness. Um, but, you know, all I got to say is, um, that's all I got to say, but God bless everybody. Appreciate you very much. Eric, I'm going to bring you up, um, next. So we'll see if you can unmute your mic for us. Um, then we're going to get to Cole and then we're going to close out here in a minute. Um, let's get to Eric. Eric, can you unmute your mic now? Can you hear me? Sure can. There you go. All right. Um, man, there's a, I'm not calling you a man, but um, there's so much uh, to touch on, and a lot of good, uh, a lot of good stuff uh, to listen to. Um, we talked a little bit earlier, and. First off, on Elon Musk, a lot of people don't realize, yeah, he's the richest man. He's, what, 80-something billion dollars. Um, but he's really not because he could, it, right now, he could probably only get a hold of maybe a few hundred million, a billion dollars. Uh, people don't realize of all the stuff he's invested and in everything he's got. There's, you know, so on paper... He's the richest man. But uh, besides that, um, the funny thing is, is that he may be white, but people are thinking, oh, well, he's got white privilege. Uh, he came from Africa where he had nothing. He started out with nothing. And and uh, it's just funny to uh, show you how people think, oh, well, he's not black, so he's not. He's counted out. I'm like, uh, not not discounting people of color, uh, whether black or whatever, but he's more African American than than uh, a lot of black people that are here. I mean, um, so uh, I just don't know if a lot of people realize that or not. Um, but yeah, he's 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 not a conservative, but he. Uh, um, Man, he, there's some he's, there's some good uh, um, good things he's uh, he's either doing or he's he's trying to, and they're canceling him out too, which is a bunch of you know. Anyways, um, 
But besides that, okay, uh, earlier you talked about, um, uh, let's see, earlier you talked about, uh, we talked about this, about the planes, about, uh, uh, if not just conservatives, but so-called patriots and saying, I'm not going to wear a mask. Uh, nobody's going to, nobody's going to make me, I'm not going to conform to it, I'm, I'm not, or comply, but yeah, it, when it convenient to them, oh, well, they'll fly because, well, we, you know, we got to fly. We, we don't want to lose our privilege of flying. So, of course, we've got to wear a mask. And if we don't wear a mask, we'll get kicked off the flight. And uh, I was actually talking to somebody from the conference. Uh, Donnie, you might remember uh, Craig so uh, Sawyer. Um Anyways, he, uh, I got into a little bit with him about, not really, uh, but I was just like, dude, what do you, what do you, you're a patriot, man. Why are you wearing the mask? And you say you don't wear a mask. And he said to me, well, he doesn't, I don't know what it's like. Um, I have privilege here. I don't know what it's like. I live a cushy life. I don't know what it's like to live in the world world. And, and, um, he has so many places he's got to fly to. I'm thinking there's other ways of flying, not just these big, you know, charter plane, you know, whether it be American or Delta or whatever. But I just, uh, I have a problem with that. I, I, I just, I mean, one thing to say it, but then you actually, you can't, uh, you know, uh, you hold deer and near and anyway. <laughs> um, Preaching something, not living by it. You know, you're sort of yeah. telling us this is what you really believe in and all this, and you're fighting hard for it. But then you turn around, you meet these people in person, they got a mask on their face because the hotel says on the door to have a mask. Right. It's just, it just really, it just really pisses me off how, I don't know. A lot of people don't, don't think it's a big deal. I, but I, I do. I, I've been standing up for my beliefs. I've been kicked out of Costco. I've been kicked out of Sprouts Farmer's Market. I've been kicked out of Bed Bath Beyond. Uh, there's a couple of burger joints I've been kicked out of all because I would not wear a mask. And, um, and it's just like, I didn't go back. And then, my sister's like, well, Costco doesn't make you wear a mask anymore. You can go and help shop for us and that. And I'm like, they kicked me out. Why would I want to? And she goes, well, it's not the, they're, they're just following their orders. They don't want to lose their jobs. And I'm thinking, okay, so they have to be all pretty and rude about it. I mean, my God, I just, I've had it with a lot of companies, a lot of people, um, I could go on about that. I just, I just want think people to really think about that and think about, are we really, I mean, we're living in a time where, I mean, if you, people don't realize it, but it's almost like a Nazi thing. It's like, well, you can't come in here without a yellow, uh, um, uh, like, uh, where the Jews have to wear like a yellow band, armband or swastika, um, 
to get into places. Well, they're doing the same thing with us. And luckily, most of the mask thing is over with, but still, it's just, you've got to look into that more than just going, oh, well, they, I can't go in because I'm, no, you got to question. And sometimes I, I haven't gotten arguments with people, but sometimes I'm like, oh, because you're told, well, if, if you stood up, if enough of y'all stood up, this crap would end. But nobody wants to stand up and, and fear of losing their job, you know. Oh, well, I, I can't speak up. I'm going to lose my job. Well, if enough of y'all spoke up, not everybody's going to lose a job. So I just, I don't know. I would, I would, you know, I could say this. I don't know if it actually came to it, but I would, I would probably lose my job uh, no matter where I work because I would not wear a mask. Um, I mean, unless it's outside work. Um, but yeah, I, it's crazy. Even small companies, you know, fly American flag out front and, you know, you're supposed to have choice, but there's a sign on the door saying you must wear a mask to enter. I'm like, what the crap is that? Anyways, that's that's all I got to say for now. <laughs> I got so much. I'm like, if I, if, I don't, if I don't shut up, if I don't shut up, I'll keep going on and on. So, no, you you're good. Me, that was I, great. No, you're great. That was good. And, you know, and we're in Texas, by the way, you guys. And we were seeing all that going on. And people were praising Greg Abbott as if he's some kind of freedom fighter. He's not. There were fines and, and, and there was um, a risk of imprisonment if you didn't follow the mandates that if you didn't do that. And a lot of the, some of the videos you saw, those were in Texas. And they paint Texas out to be this amazing free state. And this is this what they want to pretend. Like, it's crazy. Think about that. You move from California, paying less money in taxes. I have all this this money because I I just spent you know my house is worth maybe a couple million now and I'm coming to Texas and I can buy a house bigger with some acres for four hundred ten thousand, but then you're pushing out the regular people who who've been used to not having those kind of things. So and then when these people try to speak on these things, Abbott tried to censor Gab. He called him anti-Semitic. That's not a freedom fighter. Remember, do you remember that, uh, Eric, what Abbott was trying to censor Gab? Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, wow. Who would have thought, uh, I want to say three, four years ago, things were going to change. Like Abbott just like within a year totally changed. And now he's more liberal than we than people realize. And, and, and my problem is with even hey. with family. And they're thinking, oh, Abbott's done good stuff. He's not that bad. Yeah, he's made mistakes. And I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> like, my God. Like, I don't think he's changed. I think we weren't paying attention before. And now that we're yeah. paying attention, we're realizing he's not who he thought he was. And that's what for me, like, I, you know, I put my little, my website in the comment section. We're not political property. And in the day, all this stuff is about division. They don't want yeah. us divided. They don't want um, me to hear someone on the other side's point of view. They don't want me, because then we can probably have a discussion and come to some kind of common conclusion on something. Right? Yeah. So, well, I saw so through Abbott so about three so years vote, ago. Yeah, hold on one second. So 
So say that, you know, there's people have issues with the police department, right? Well, the left has an issue for one thing, and then the right has an issue for one thing. But they actually are common issues, but they have divided and pushed their own rallies. They push their own agendas. And so nothing really ever happens from these things because it wasn't designed um, for us. Those kind of movements had to come from us in order for us to have these kind of rights and freedoms. So... It's just interesting to me um, of how much they've influenced us and how much they've decided um, for us. And honestly, too, it's like, okay, here's these little points. When we run for office, these are things that this party is going to push. Here's the thing this party is going to push. And people align themselves with that stuff. Even if it doesn't match 100%, people align themselves with that. And I can't align myself with either side because I'm seeing both sides do it. Both sides do not support free speech. So how can I support either side? And I honestly believe most people don't like either one of these groups of people, um, the parties anymore, but they feel trapped because we've been, the third parties in a sense have lost their free speech. Oh, you can't be on TV and campaigning because basically the media is owned by the right or the left, or you can't come up here unless you get this many people to support you in order to speak, but you can have a Democrat Republican up there every time to speak in front of us as if they're the only options. And so that's censorship on its own. And it's not even just the social media platforms. So you, you're you not supposed to censor out oh, if someone decides I want to be a libertarian or an independent, but I want to run for office. Why can we not hear their voice too? Maybe they're a the better option. Maybe that's why we can't hear from them. So anybody else that wants to hop up here um cole's gonna go next um i am gonna shut this down here in a few minutes but we have other folks um i see faces i've never seen before you may disagree i'm I'm curious what your thoughts are on this if you want to grab a mic you can um as long as we know we're civil let me uh put cole up here um as the next caller and if no one requests after that we're going to go ahead and shut it down with the outro music and i appreciate all your guys' time and for being here, especially if you're a new face. I appreciate you for being here, if we agree or not. That's awesome. Um, but Cole, go ahead. Every self-reverent right that we got came from God, our Father. And we need to keep all our God-given rights in this bill that um, Flame Brewer is talking about is the other step away from our God-given rights and we need to um, take this down the trash can quick as we can or we can't turn this country around we need to take the garbage down the toilet so we can go back to the constitution and how are we going to kick the garbage down by making our voices louder. God bless and God be. Well, thank you so much. I want to read one of the comments um, in the section. By the way, I didn't know this ICE judge. 
And I think that um, this should, I'm going to look into it because I like to look into stuff before I say, hey, this is truth and I'm going to stand behind it. But Abbott uh, claims he's pro-cryptocurrency, but a major exchange has been banned from servicing Texas for years now. So he claims a lot of things, but he don't support what he says he supports. It's just political theater, and it's against you guys to vote for him again. And you know he ignores us throughout the years in between, but when it gets close to election time, oh, look, guys, I'm doing this now. Like, we, I wish we would stop falling for the okie-dokie and, and all this stuff, you know? I don't think that um, – I don't think he won by the margins. They said he won, but I think he won because not enough people care enough to research and look into other people or even get involved in um, local primaries um, in Texas. For, I'm going to speak for Texas. Maybe the other states are different, but I heard it wasn't. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, close this out because I don't see any other new requests going on. You guys, I appreciate your time. God bless you all, and you have a wonderful evening. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the government. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.